Welcome to our 30th episode of Breaking Bread with C. Last time we talked about vain imaginations and saving through the imaginations and meditations of our hearts. And I encourage you to always go back to the previous episode if you've not listened. And if you're new here, please listen to episode one all the way to the latest episode you join us from. Reason being everything that i teach is chronological so sometimes one episode taken from the middle will not make sense to you if you have not listened to the two or one or or first previous episode before that one you're choosing to listen to and many who have followed this podcast so far will tell you that this is the way that god has decided to inspire and to teach throughout this platform so i encourage you to always have the courage to go back and listen to everything so that you can be on track. That being said, today I want to talk about something so profound that God has been impressing on my heart and it's been brewing on the inside for the last couple of months and I really really wanted to talk about it only when I had attained full counsel by the grace of God and I want to cut this across devotions, across um spotify across apple platforms or whatever platform you listen to the podcast generally i want to put this even in articles so that the reader has the platform the listener on podcast is able to connect to that and the reader of devotions is able to receive that portion but of course my advice is that you were you would be able to reconcile all three because the teaching is 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 across all these platforms that the saints may not have any excuse not to know the bible tells us that the people of god perish by lack of knowledge and when he has commissioned certain ministers to 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 share on different platforms it is that anyone may find um, the platform that works for them and be able to receive and many christians still do not understand i watch this in sorrow every day that you cannot just come for one sermon, one teaching, one podcast, one article and expect it to carry you through the days of your life. The teachings of God transform us every single day. This is what it means to have a mind that is renewed every single day. It is for you to stay under it until an understanding is completely transformed. A behavior is taken out of you. A wrong belief that corrupts your life is taken out of you and friends this does not happen overnight these things happen because you're diligent because you're consistent and because you are present and many people ignore these principles and think that they've listened or they've seen one devotion and that's enough or they've seen one post on instagram and they will not join the other platforms simply because of that whoever your teacher is whatever you choose to do be diligent and be faithful with it if you have found the church that speaks to you be consistent go every sunday be present in worship nights be present 
when there are prayer nights, be present when the church calls for you, when there are programs that align with your career, with your life, with your marriage, with your education. Be faithful with that little and God will continue to increase you. And if you feel that you are not growing where you are, it is a demand placed on your life to find a place that feeds you, to find a place that encourages you, to find a place that grows you, that's stirs your mind to seek for more. Um, I pray that you will be able to locate your teacher, to locate the, the, the very thing that feeds your soul and encourages you and prepares you for the work of the kingdom but even being a lawful and rightful citizen not to say that what jesus has done by be by begetting us to god is not enough but it is important to nurture it it is up to us faith will not work against your will it is up to you to be willing to nurture this now today, without um, delaying furthermore, I want to talk about inclusivity. Inclusivity is, a, is something great. It's something that has brought a lot of progress, a lot of opportunities, a lot of great things. But of course, where there's a lot of great things, evil things also find their way around it. And as fallen men there will always be something looming around looming around relating with the earthen vessel regardless of the fact that we are perfected in the level of the spirit and so modernization naturally has come with its pros and cons and it concerns us differently depending on where you are in life where you are uh, what nation you are in uh, the economic status and different factors of course back in the days we know of stories where individuals with a disability for example could not get a job or could not own a house or could not have ABCD because of their disability and they were bedridden or house ridden and they just had to stay at home because they are in a wheelchair or whatnot but today there are men and women bless their hearts who have been radical who have sat down in their places of 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 authority and power and have designed programs mindful architecture mindful education mindful abcs so that these people can also have access to 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 all these luxuries that we can afford when we have full capacity some of these people just had um, a disability in their hands or in their legs but their mind had full capacity to function but because their bodies could not be transported to school or to work or to a hospital or any other reason they had to stay home and today we have these standards that have been raised where you will always be mindful to include a ramp for the disabled if you are building a staircase if you are building all these infrastructures they are mindful of them and we thank god we thank the people that have been enabled to take on this call and to fulfill it as they were mandated 
But again, when such things come, there is a nickel measure of the shaking and the intrusion of Satan in this. I gave an example on disability, but when we talk about inclusivity, we're talking about much, much more than just the disabled. We're talking about race. We're talking about gender. We're talking about um, all kinds of things that you can imagine. And the Lord led me to a passage in Deuteronomy 18, um, where God is pretty much giving instructions to the children of Israel. You will not this, you will you will not do this, you will not participate in this, you will not be part of such things, you will not pray to these gods, you will not wear this, you will not eat this simply because you're going into this nation. And the passage is from um, verse 9, Deuteronomy 18 verse 9 all the way to 15. You take your time and read more. And it says, when you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not learn to imitate the detestable ways of the nations there. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or their daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft or cast spells, or who is a medium or spiritist or who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord because of these same detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. The nations you will dispossess listen to those who practice sorcery and divination. But as for you, the Lord your God has not permitted you to do so. And friends, this is a very hard conversation to have. But we must be able to stand firm and speak truth as believers in the face of adversity. Many in the world are becoming even bolder than the church has ever been. Many people are embracing sorcery, divination, worship of idols, plainly, boldly, in broad daylight when a Christian cannot stand on the street to preach Jesus because their friends will see them and that will be detestable to their friends. Many people in the church are unable to stand at the door and be ushers because they are a CEO Monday through Friday at work. And this is the reality that we have on ground today where believers are not bold enough to own their identity, not just own it, but also represent it. And we have the Satanists, the people that are given into New Age by lack of knowledge, who do not know Christ. They are marching for their pride. They are they are um, doing their evil worship in wide open spaces. They have Instagram pages and Facebook pages where they have thousands and thousands of followers because they are inviting people to empty themselves through yoga, through um, this kind of meditation that empties you instead of filling you up with the word of God. They are boldly living out that truth, although it is a corrupted truth. And the children of God are following through. The children of God are learning and imitating the very detestable ways that God is talking about. Now, many people go by this scripture and 
bypass it thinking that it's about when you go to a different land or whatnot but today we have social media today we have the commonwealth today we have access to whatever is happening in whatever situation thanks to the media in whatever nation you are in whatever the time it's happening and that is what is encouraging this kind of behavior it's encouraging others who are observing it and then they go back in their own nations or they practice it and invite it in their own systems and programs because they envy what they see they desire what they see and they think it is the way because perhaps the nation that is perpetrating that has more wealth has more uh, opportunities and they perceive that if they could copy and adopt certain things from these nations they will be more acceptable in their eyes they will be welcomed they will mingle with them they will marry with them they will gain scholarships in these schools and when we have children for example young people are always desiring to go to the western nations for studies they're desiring to go to western nations to 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 look for opportunities to look for ways to be there and stay there and have their families there because rumor and stories have it that um, they offer more money and whatnot but the truth is every nation will offer a kind of um, pay for example based on the standard of living in that nation so it does not mean that what you are earning uh, wherever you are is not enough because of where you are if you go in another place you might earn more but the life there is equally expensive in contrast to the money you are earning and therefore you will find yourself in the same limbo where you are continuously desiring to be elsewhere 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 I recently uh, shared an illustration on Instagram that that had the heart and things surrounding it and then things within it. And that illustration was something that the Lord revealed to me, telling me what it is that we come eat and drink without buying, what it is that he gives, that he places in our hearts that nothing except him can satisfy. And this is the very thing that people will spend fortunes on to go on expensive vacations for those who can uh, afford it. And instead of coming back refreshed as they desired to come back as they wanted, they come back even more tired. I've heard people say that they need a vacation from the vacation, (laughs) you see. So they realize that despite this endless search of this um, purpose, of this rest of this thing they're realizing every day with with disappointment that they can't attain it regardless of how much money they've made what handsome or beautiful wife they have acquired how many girlfriends and boyfriends they have what latest phone on the market or car do you drive and this is literally what ecclesiastes 311 tells us about that god has implanted a divinely implanted search for purpose that only God can satisfy. So that is why the Bible talks about until the knowledge of God has filled the earth, these things will be. 
And in this scripture, Moses is giving these instructions and then he says, Let no one be found among you, sacrificing their sons or daughters in the fire. He's talking about anyone who does these things. It's detestable in the eyes of the Lord. Divination, for example, is paying to receive a prophecy that is not divinely aided. That's what separates it from prophecy. That is what we mean by divination and soothsaying. And so you pay for these things when you are busy subscribing to platforms that give you your horoscope, that tell you, oh, you are a Capricorn and because you are a Capricorn, um, this is what the year looks like for you. This is what will happen this is what um will bring you luck this is what will break your heart this is what will do a b c d and many of those things could be accurate but they do not align with the spirit at work within you they do not align with god's intention about you they do not align with the pattern or the principles that god has set for you to attain a certain dream to attain a certain conviction to attain a certain correction and you find yourself listening to these things and then your life begins to conflict it begins to conflict because there are two spirits at war and light or darkness one has to overpower the other and the one to which you give strength time attention resources and interest and will is the one that will overpower the other so if you spend your time reading scripture and not paying attention to these things you will have the wisdom to discern them even when they come innocently and by innocently i mean perhaps a friend you trust and love has posted something about yoga has posted something about how these these things have helped her do ABCD. And then you discern it and realize, oh my God, this is demonic worship. This is something that uh, draws me further from God, putting me straight into the world, putting me, plugging me literally in the womb of Satan. And then I will get deceived at some point when it does not work as I desire. The narrow path of choosing God's way is really not as detestable as men have portrayed it to be. It is your lack of consistency, your lack of being teachable, your lack of conviction, your lack of understanding or knowledge or wisdom that is offered by the bible which you read as a newspaper that actually makes it hard to attain but it is not that it's hard it is not that it's not attainable if anything god is so just that he cannot ask us to be or do anything that we are not already able to do in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, I believe, that is where it's written that the Lord cannot tempt you or test you beyond what you can bear. And so he has already provided a way for you to escape. So whether it's a tribulation you're going through, you can ask God to show you the reason for this episode in your life. And he shows you the end of things and you see yourself successful or well-rounded at the end of the rope. Therefore, the process is not going to, to, to terrify you. It's not going to scare you away that you do not want to follow through with it. 
Child of God, one thing you must understand is that you must be blameless before the Lord your God. And by blameless, I'm not talking about perfection, but you are two people. I have said this countless times. There is a man of the spirit, but there is also the man of the body. So you are a spirit with a soul living in a body. And every dealings of God are to the level of your spirit because that is the one thing that lives through eternity. And the dealings of Satan are on the level of your body, your flesh, the lusts of your flesh because he can deceive you that you continue to grieve the man of the spirit who lives through eternity. That's why God desires that everything you learn does not serve you for a short time, but it serves you all through eternity. That is why it takes time for you to know how to make a great chicken stew. You have to cook it several times. And the first time you might burn burn it. The second time you might put too much salt. The third time you might put too much water. The next time you might put too much tomato sauce. The next time you might, you might put very little onions and so on and forth until your stew is so perfect that you could cook it, cook it with your eyes closed. And that is the same when God is teaching you a lesson. It's, it does not come overnight just because it's God. He does have the power to do so, but there is no, um, Holy Spirit, give me the word, there is no um, benefit, there is no benefit, thank you, there's no benefit for you in that to learn it hastily and it does not take real root in you until it becomes so blended with your character that you know that me Celeste as a man of God you will never hear a cussing word come out of my mouth it becomes second character doesn't matter if I am somewhere in the hood where the only mean of communication is cussing that will not take any hold of me because I have made it a point I have resolved in my spirit in my soul and in my heart that that is what pleases God and I will live by that that is an example I'm giving you and so being blameless before God is not so unattainable that we must despise it. God helps you. God enables you. The understanding that man cannot do anything as simple or as hard as it can be without the help of God, without understanding the reliance, the complete adherence, the complete trust in God to enable him to do it in a holy way, that is what distances us from God. And friends, on inclusivity, I wanted you to discern everything that you do, be it work, be it studies, be it marriage, be it parenting, be it every decision that you make. Make sure you're not opening the door wide for the enemy to come in and plunder you. This inclusivity is what has led us to today where we have to explain to younger children why some have two uh, two moms or two dads. This is the reason why we have to explain to children why certain things are happening in the world and their brains cannot comprehend it because at the end of the day, 
God is in them as well and something in them is conflicting. Their spirit is conflicting with this darkness and light. The Bible says in Deuteronomy um, 22.5, it talks about man not wearing garments of women and women not ever wearing garments of men because those are simply abominations to God. It's simple one single verse. And you find that a child wakes up and sees a certain person uh, uh, that looks, that is the, maybe that is, um, that is a man wearing clothes that their mom should wear and their little brain cannot comprehend it. And you wonder who told this child that it is not right for this individual to wear this garment. It is that presence of God in them. It is that presence of the spirit of God in them that is not yet corrupted by everything that they see in the world. So child of God, I want to leave the most to your mind. What are you including in your life that includes Satan alongside it? What are you welcoming in your life that includes Satan along it? What are you meditating on? What are the meditations of your spirit and your heart that include Satan with them? As you ponder that, I can only pray that the Spirit of God will eliminate those areas and you will be willing to let go of that which is not holy, that which is not permissible, lawful, expedient in the sight of God that you will have the strength in your inner man by the help of the Holy Spirit to eradicate it in your life. No man has ever asked God for help and God denied him help. Bring him into that closet, into that secret place, into your prayer and say, God, help me. I have gone this far by lack of knowledge, but you are big enough to correct my mistakes. I'll pray for us. Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you that it has found whoever needs to hear it and that from here today, they will repent and act accordingly and they will receive the help from our counselor, our teacher, the Holy Spirit and that they will present themselves pleasing unto you, that their lives will be a sweet-smelling aroma that comes to you, Father. I give you praise. I thank you that you hear me when I pray. I dedicate every single person who has taken the time to listen to to implement this prayer, to weigh themselves and balance their lives by this teaching, and that, Lord, you will do them right as you always do by accomplishing it in their own lives and they will return with testimonies in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you that you hear me when I pray. It is so and cannot be otherwise in Jesus' name. Amen. See you next Monday. Be blessed, share with a friend, and listen as many times as you need, as long as it lands in your spirit and gives you this truth as a blueprint for your life. Be blessed.